We're joined in this segment by State Representative Darren Bailey. Good morning, Darren. Good morning. So, Representative, yeah, Representative, uh, for people who don't know where you're from, um, they may hear, who's who's State Rep Darren Bailey? Where are you guys from? All right. Well, uh, my hometown is Louisville. That's where my office is at. It's southeast Illinois. It's District 109. It's uh, pretty well the district that runs from south of Effingham all the way down into White County and then all the way to the east over to the uh, the Indiana border. So we're about an hour and a half uh, north and south and uh, I'm sorry. We're uh, yeah, an hour and a half driving uh, north and south, and and, uh, and and about the same east and west. So we're a pretty large district, compromising all the parts of nine counties. Well, and for people to uh, just understand here, you represent the same number of people that Mike Madigan represents in his district in Chicago. Thank you very much. Yes, each representative represents uh, approximately 118,000 uh, people. All right. So just with that, I just you know, people may say, oh, you're insignificant and whatnot. I just want to make sure that people understand there's a level playing field when it comes to state representatives. Uh, That's so an awesome you, point. So um, yesterday we heard the governor with his uh, stay-at-home order extension. Uh, what's your initial reaction? And tell us what uh, action you took uh, yesterday in the courts. Yep. So I, I held out hope. I was able to talk to the governor uh, Saturday morning, and, and the, the lieutenant governor called uh, yesterday morning, and was able to you know express our concerns uh, to them. And I was pleased to see some of these uh, relaxing of uh, of some of these uh, rules. Uh, but but all along, I guess I was you know when this all started, and he issued the uh, the first uh, proclamation of emergency on March 9th. Uh, you know, no one knew, no one, you know, we, we didn't understand. We were all concerned. I'm sure fear and panic uh, set in as well. And as I heard, it's still happening throughout the state. There's there's little, you know, there's pop-ups of this case in nursing homes and stuff. And and um, so I hear about that within the last, uh, you know, the last week, week and a half, people started suggesting a lawsuit. I've never sued anyone in my life, and I don't really prefer to, uh, you know, to, to fall back on that plan, but I began to mull it over and kick it over then, and uh, consider that. I, I, I hope that maybe, uh, you know, a, a caucus leadership uh, might do that somewhere or, or somebody else would do that. That didn't happen. So uh, whenever it began, uh, became, I began to look then, as, as well as others did, as far as this Emergency Powers Act that was, uh, that was established in the late 70s now or early 80s. Uh, you know, it gave the governor 30 days uh, ability to do something in the event of emergency. And, and like I said, I've, I've, I've been good with everything. And yeah, sure, everybody's getting to the point where they're getting frustrated. But um, but for one person to be making these kind of, uh, you know, rules and declarations and orders, uh, it, it began to concern me. So uh, yesterday, uh, when, when I sat and I listened uh, for the entirety of the interview and to the questions, and uh, and when he issued the, the additional uh, stay-at-home order all the way through uh, June 1st, um, it, it, it concerned me. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest frustrations a state representative I have is, is uh, you know, some of the, the way some of the things were handled ever since the beginning of this. Uh, I still have a vast amount of people, uh, residents out there, that have been laid off, and they have no access uh, to, to money. I mean, I've got families out there that have been without income, been without a paycheck, for, for almost five weeks now, and, and then who still, most many of them still cannot even get through to unemployment. So uh, for five weeks, we've been addressing that concern, and we're constantly told we're working on it, we're working on it. All the while, we see states like Florida and Tennessee, you know, enact more servers, uh, get the people that they've taken care of the problem. Because uh, and here in Illinois, we, you know, as we always do, we, we drug our feet. We didn't really focus and look always at the priorities. 
And, and here we are. You know, the models that we've been told about have all been wrong to this point, and now we're told to trust in a new model. And, um, you know, uh, it's just the government is not the answer to society's problems. And if we if we look at that and, and, and believe that, that they are, uh, we're in a world of hurt. And that's, uh, that's where we're headed at with this whole situation. Uh, uh, we're smart people here in America. We can figure this stuff out. We, we've learned, you know, we, we believe, okay, masks. Maybe help wearing gloves. Maybe help social distancing. Maybe help if I if I'm sick or I have a low immune situation and I don't want to get sick. Then maybe I need to stay home. Um, so uh, that's what this is all about. And this is essentially just challenging. This is essentially you know challenging the fact of the way that I believe government is supposed to work in Illinois. That uh, that uh, too much power has been offered to one branch, and unfortunately, uh, since the legislative branch uh, will not meet uh, because it will not be called into a session. So that's for those people listening. You know, it is up to the Speaker of the House and, and the um, um, and the President of the Senate uh, to call session. Uh, you, you can request that being called, but ultimately in the situation where Illinois is in under a, with a, a supermajority situation, um, it, uh, it, it, it's, it's essentially up to them. So that, that process failed. So now we look to the judicial system. Uh, to make sense of this and and get uh, and get our get our house back in order, so that is the reason that I did this uh, to represent my district and to represent uh, the people of Illinois who are hurting, who are frustrated, who are who need to move on. State Representative Darren Bailey is with us. He's with the 109th District, which is in southeast Illinois, on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Uh, a lot of stuff out of that uh, answer there, Representative Bailey, but I'll, I'll pick the first one that I took notes on. You know, what is the situation down there as far as COVID-19? Are you guys seeing any of the cases? Have you had any nursing homes that have had an outbreak there? What is the, the, the situation there in southeast Illinois? So everything, our hospitals have relatively been clear. Um the, uh, here in Clay County, my home county, we had uh, we have two cases registered. One of those have been, uh, you know, uh, have been healed. Uh, same thing with a couple other counties where there was one case uh, of, of COVID. Uh, two counties that had one case of those uh, the patient has been healed. Uh, we did recently have in Jasper County. We had an isolated incident uh, just uh, last week where there have uh, you know there, there started off being 20 immediate cases and. And the numbers are rising. It's kind of an unfortunate situation how that happened. It was, you know, they know they know how it was brought in, and and like I said, that's uh, that's that's how we deal with this. We learn and we adapt, and I think that's what the American people, and especially the people here in Illinois, uh, have been able to do. So, so yeah, our hospitals. When I talk to the hospital administrators, when I talk to our health department directors. Uh, county board chairman, mayors, uh, they are everyone based on uh, you know what we know in the numbers of the COVID cases where we believe that uh, at least our area uh, should have a little more relaxed environment uh, to move around and, and conduct business. State Representative Darren Bailey joining us here with News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. In the morning news feed, you filed a lawsuit in circuit court yesterday challenging the governor's executive authority. Uh, and you're the only person in the lawsuit, right? I mean, it's not like you're suing as a class action. You're not joined by any businesses or any lawmakers. Give me the uh, the rationale behind that and what you're claiming is uh, your injury here. Correct. Yes, I am. Uh, I am filing on behalf of a, a citizen. And just uh, uh, you know, the frustration of what I believe to be an unconstitutional act with uh, the 30-day power extension, 
and uh, challenging that. So if the legislator, because I, I believe we all know at uh, some point in time when the legislature re- reconvenes, <laughs> this is definitely going to be addressed. This is not going to this is not going to go un- unanswered and unaddressed. So, so that's why I'm doing that. Uh, yes, I looked originally had the uh, originally had the um, uh, lawsuit with uh, other names on it, and I was advised by the lawyer that drafted it that it would uh, be more expedient and be more uh, uh, that that you know one person needed to be represented on this and that others could you know file their own lawsuits. So that's the advice we. I think we'll probably uh, be having a press conference uh, later today, either tomorrow or Monday, explaining that a little more in detail. But uh, yes, although this is uh, me on the uh, um, lawsuit, I, I do uh, consider the representation of the uh, people of Illinois. And when it comes to uh, how quickly you want this addressed i mean do you know when the when the next court hearing is going to be on or when there's a court hearing going to be scheduled on this and how important is it that uh you know the if this has to go through the process it gets right expedited to the uh illinois supreme court yeah so i that's exactly right now i don't know i don't i don't, don't really uh the court system uh, some things we see fly through and some things it uh, takes a while i've had people tell me that this isn't going to see the light of day before this is over with on june 1st but uh um uh, you know, at some point in time, uh, we've got to we've got to trust the system worked, and and if we don't trust it, then we've got to hold it accountable, and that's what we're doing. So if we can, uh, I think the timeliness. Like I said, I sat and I waited for the governor's press conference yesterday, and I listened to the questions, and um, there were some you know relaxations of uh, of some areas, but uh, the thirty day all the way to June first was just uh, I believe that that to be an overreach, and that's what this addresses. And so the timing, uh, when when the press conference ended at uh, 3.45 uh, or so, uh, demanded that uh, I believe you know, something be done that day because uh, the world was going to hear that, uh, you know, Illinois is, uh, is uh, again, uh, self-isolated through June 1st. And I'm just, I hear way, way, way too many people uh, who are who are hurting uh, on the, you know, we, we created a second pandemic here in Illinois, and that's a financial pandemic. And and that has to be addressed. And uh, so this is how I believe that we do it. There was nobody saying doing anything, and, and uh, so it's time. Representative Bailey, you, you mentioned the fact that the Speaker of the House and the Senate President have not called legislature as of yet. Um, getting back to that, isn't there a little bit of logistics with the Illinois Constitution on that, too? Because, you know, you have social distancing that has to be followed, and the Assembly obviously is not set up to be six feet apart. I mean, is, is that the main reason you think that they haven't uh, come back with uh, legislation yet? Well, I I mean, honestly, no, I don't believe it is because uh, this we live in the digital age, and we see uh, we've got uh, people hosting Zoom meetings, and uh, you know we, we've been operating uh, many of the meetings and many interviews and many other stuff off of uh, you know off of the uh, digital media. So I mean, it can be done, and and uh, I would like to think that this is uh, you know that government uh, <laughs> can go on and would not be held hostage by uh, by something like this. Where we're you know that's what America does. We're smart enough to figure this stuff out. That's my opinion. They right. were in Congress able to vote uh, maintaining social proxy, distances yeah. uh, guidelines. And I've talked to a couple of other people, even um, um, uh, Professor Kent Redfield on this very issue, and uh, he suggested something to the effect of people going in at ten at a time. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like voting at ten at a time in that fashion. Uh, so there's a couple <laughs> of different fixes that could be made. Sure. It's unclear uh, if that's if that's going to uh, happen anytime soon. Um, Representative Bailey, I want to get your reaction to what uh, some people may be um, 
you know, already thinking uh, or uh, posing questions uh, about your lawsuit against the governor. What's your what's your reaction to those who say you're uh, disregarding public health and uh, could possibly uh, you know endanger people's lives by uh, challenging this order and uh, possibly leading to a uh, well, if the Supreme Court uh, you know sees it this way, uh, reversing the governor's emergency powers here. Well, I think we as Americans, we're smart people, and, and we care about ultimately what's right. But uh, this American, you know, we created, there was a second pandemic created uh, with this health concern, and that's a financial pandemic. And, and that's what I hear from all the time, as I alluded to earlier, the uh, the, the men and women who are, you know, who are without uh, uh, financing and, and scared and wondering what they're going to do to move ahead. So, you know, I listened to Dr. Fauci yesterday morning suggest that this could rise up again in the fall, and, uh, you know, this could rise up again next year, and there could be a new health scare of the pandemic next year. So when and how do we uh, adapt to do the best that we can, and then that's essentially what I think. That at least I'm, uh, you know, what I've been able to witness here in the hundred nights for the past uh, a month. That's what people are doing. If you're if you're if you're elderly, if you have health concerns, if you have a low immune system, guess what? You stay in. You well, know, and, and, and hopefully, and- Nate. Representative, we've got, we've got very limited time here, but uh, what about the response to people who say that uh, you, you don't uh, listen to the science? Well, the science uh, hasn't been right yet. So, uh, the governor, how many times has Governor Pritzker changed his model, and now we're now we're expected to trust and believe a new model? So, uh, I, I, I I'll, I'll favor common sense uh, over science in this because we haven't seen any reliable uh, science that has led to believe that. Uh, uh, you know, if science is going to tell us this uh, is going to resurge again in the fall, then that is enough to tell me that we need to get on with life and we need to learn to adapt and, and, and to live with this and figure this out on our own. State Representative Bailey, listen, we thank you for your time very much and uh, uh, good luck with your lawsuit, okay? Hey, thank you guys. You have a wonderful day.